I'm Jennifer. And I'm Randall Lynn. And we're people. Talking about people. Yeah, whatever. 9.50-ish. A little before would be fine. 9.40 to 9.50. Sorry, 10. I know it's 10 for you. Right. But... Okay. I can do basic math. <laughs> I can't do I can't do great math, but I can do basic math. It's so funny. Okay. Jen, we're talking about adulting today. I every week, I every other week, I have to turn in a timesheet at my part-time job. And it we're super outdated. Like I turn in a timesheet, I get a paper check. Like it's very like live in a small town-esque style um but so when I fill out my timesheet I have to do the math myself and I am not kidding you I think I do it correctly every other week I turn it in and on my drive home I sit there and I'm like nope I did it wrong and I text my boss and I say hey your bi-weekly reminder that my timesheet is wrong I was like, I'm sorry. Like, this is just, this is my life. I can't, I don't know how to help myself or how to help you. Just please know that my timesheet is wrong. Every, every other week. That is so funny because I, again, we're talking about adulting, but I love that you brought up this timesheet thing because (laughs) as you know, um, I have to fill out a timesheet every week too. And it makes sense. Like I have to log like the coaching hours that I've done and some of the other work that I've done. And it's not that I do the math wrong on mine I just forget to do it like it's ridiculous ever it needs to be filled out basically every day so that you don't have a million pieces to put together at the end of the week but Thursdays when I sign it off we get friendly reminders and we get emails I get slack pings don't forget to sign off your time here it is Friday morning oops Jen forgot to sign her time again so here I'm I am and I am in the adult and my hashtag adulting can't sign my timesheet off every week. Like, I don't know what it is. It's ridiculous. So I love that you started us off with timesheets and I struggle just as much as you though, with a slightly different perspective on it. <laughs> it, I think timesheets are just like the, the struggle of the adulting world. Like my boyfriend also cannot for the life of him fill out his timesheet he's in a kind of similar position as you Jen where he works in construction so he has to log his hours based on this site he was at so if he doesn't fill it out daily he just like forgets where he was working um and and that catches up with you fast it does (laughs) it does because he works at at a lot of sites so by the end of the week if he has not filled out his timesheet he has no idea what he did on Monday um so it has just been so funny for us lately because he'll be like oh did you do your math right and I'm like definitely not why would I do that why would I even try to do the math correctly I'm like did you even do yours yet and he's like oh no I should I should get on that why do we make our lives so much harder it's too funny. I love that we're talking about this. It's too good. Well, this is just these real life stories, hashtag real life, perfect for adulting conversation today. And what's funny is we could probably not only talk about this for hours on various perspective and levels, but record 50 million episodes. We won't do that. We'll just do probably this one unless we get real <laughs> feisty and decide to do a second yeah. one. But here we're going to talk about adulting today. And when you and I were just sort of like prepping, talking about the conversation, there's like two big things that came up. 
one, oh my gosh, you reminded me and I just don't even want to remember, but you reminded me that it's like tax season. And isn't that like the epitome of adulting right there? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the other thing that you brought up, which I think was just such a good perspective that I hadn't even thought of because I've been living it is uh, we're recording this right now a week post this sort of crazy Texas winter storm that occurred. Now, if you were outside of Texas, you maybe you saw it on the national news and depending on when you're listening to this, it's, you know, barely a blip on the radar of something that occurred. Um, but down here, we got this huge Arctic blast, which was only a big deal because a lot of people in the North are like, oh, you know, whatever, cold weather, no big deal. But we're just not designed for it down here. And not only that, there are truly a lot of people who are not actually prepared for it. Uh, so this for me has just been like an insane, crazy last week, I, you know, a day or two before the storm, like really rolled in, it was probably 40 degrees outside, like not super cold, but it's starting to get there. And I went to the grocery store to like stock up and I'm walking around the grocery store and, you know, here I'm dressed coming from Washington in my parka and my boots. Like I'm warm, like I'm cozy. There are literally people walking around in zip sweatshirts like and that's it and some of them would be like layered in two because that's all they have like they just don't even own a coat because it, they don't need to <laughs> I mean and I'm not saying it doesn't get cold but in South Houston it really doesn't get that cold even in the coldest of times and if it does you just kind of stay in for that one or two days right like not a big deal you don't have to go anywhere so it was like a really, um, it kickstarted what this crazy week was going to be. And then as you and I were discussing, it led into an, in my case, again, here I am in South Houston. Like I'm just about like the farthest South that you can go. Like there's a little bit less than us down to Galveston to the beach. So everyone North of us got it way worse than I did. Like the coldest temps that we had were probably 15 degrees, but there's people who were in the, the negatives for sure. Still within Texas. I mean, it was just crazy, but we lost power. Like, and then there's a lot of different reasons and speculations as to why, but again, I go back to like, we're just sort of not designed or set up for this. So lost power. Luckily we had a generator. So we were able to kind of run some things, but then you couldn't find gas anywhere to run the generator because the trucks weren't coming out because there was ice on the road. Um, if you could get to a grocery store that was open, the shelves were starting to get very, very, very bare because again, it's not that people are hoarding. It's there's the trucks can't come out here to restock you know, so it's just a lot of drama associated with it. Water got turned off. People lost water for days. People are on boil water notifications even now, a week later. So it has been crazy. So I myself went without power for about 40 hours. Um, not a super huge deal, but you know, we survived and we were able to have our gas fireplace on and keep warm. And my daughter slept in the bed with us one of the nights and <laughs> we kind of did everything we could, but it's just kind of this reminder again, like, adulting when you least expect it here it is it sort of like roars its ugly head and um, whether it's like a parent who has to make sure your child is protected or making sure your home is protected like there's a million things that go with that but couldn't do my taxes if I wanted to that's for sure no power or internet <laughs> couldn't work you know had to like make that work and make it not be ridiculously painful for the people around you who are not experiencing it, but like maybe helping you out or taking things over for you or all of that. So long winded explanation of my drama, but really just to say like things happen, right? Like that's the whole part of this adulting thing is things happen that we, we can't control 
things happen we don't want to happen, things happen we aren't prepared for, things happen we don't know what to do with, like that's sort of life. And I think when we had first even initially wrote down that we wanted to talk about this, it had nothing to do with storms and power outages and the internet not being available, but just goes to show like life happens and you never know what you're going to get. And that was, I think the perfect description of adulting that I have ever been witness to. And we could just like cut it here. And I <laughs> I think that would be like the icing on the cake. It'd be like 10 minute episode, Jen powering through about how adulting is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Um, no. <laughs> no, but I, I agree. And there, I think are times for, you know, my, to, to use my favorite word ever, there are seasons of adulting where it is super easy and we kind of have it all going and it's just like a system that operates on its own and we can just kind of run within it without having to really think about what's going on or be like reactive or making hard decisions or whatever. And then there are seasons and and times when it's like, I don't even know where to begin. Like how, like, what do I do next? Like if I, to some extent, like I know what I would do if I lost power, I would, you know, I have a thing, I think a single candle in my house. I don't even know if I own a flashlight. Like I, (laughs) there are definitely things that I, as a much less prepared adult would struggle to, you know, there are situations I would struggle to walk through because I don't have as much, you know, preparedness or like, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to even like say this. Like I'm I just you're like able to grappling do it. for the words here. Um, because... <laughs> yeah. Like there are just situations where I'd be like high and dry and be like, well, this is going to suck <laughs> because I just don't have that kind of perspective to be like, Hey, Randy, buy, buy a flashlight. Like, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad investment. Um, and I think part of it for me is like, I've grown up and everything's always been so convenient. Like, why would I need a flashlight? I have a flashlight on my phone, which is great until I don't have power and can't charge my phone. Like there are just things that I have never had. Like I've had so much convenience. I've never had to think about what happens if I don't have convenience. Um, I will say I'm preparing to go on a super long road trip. And so, of course, and when you prepare for those things, everybody has 500 things that they think you should have or take with you um, and things that they won't go on a road trip without. And someone was asking me, like, Randy, do you even have jumper cables in your car? And I was like, no, why would I? And they were like, Randy, you need to take jumper cables with you just in case. Like, or you have to sit. Like, I, it's a matter of like, I've never needed jumper cables because I have AAA. But if I sit and wait for AAA, like that's now potentially like three hours of my life that I have to wait for AAA on the side of the road when I could just like have jumper cables and get somebody to jump. Like there, it is just like, there are things that I have never thought about needing and suddenly everything feels important. Yeah. I, I think what you're talking about here is sort of this concept too, of like, we don't always, well, obviously we don't expect the unexpected because that's the whole point. We, we wouldn't. So here you're going on a trip where it's like, you know, it's coming 
So you can take the time and you can be prepared. But what happens when those things that we don't know are coming come? And are we sort of prepared for some of those? Um, And that's once again, sort of like this, the challenge of adulting is how do you be a little bit more prepared for the unexpected? And sometimes it's just by talking with a friend and going, oh, wow, Jen, you went through that. Hmm, that's interesting. What would I do if my power went out? What would I do if my water went out? What would I do if my internet went out? And how do I make sure I'm ready for that? And then learning from that lesson, right? Learning from someone else's lesson. That's that's kind of a big part of it sometimes. What would I do, Jen? I'd cry. That's what I'd do. <laughs> well, I'm and that's not... okay. That's also a part of adulting, letting those okay. emotions flow. <laughs> I am one of those people. It's so weird. I... I am incredibly great in a in a crisis until the crisis calms down. Like in a in a moment, I'm a very good decisive decision maker and I can say like, okay, someone's bleeding, like put pressure on the wound, call 911, like give me like they need water, like like I can I can make those action steps. And then like once that intense crisis moment is done, I go from like a hundred to zero and I just like need to sit somewhere and cry. (laughs) But if a crisis isn't like that intense, I just, I can't even get myself going. I'm just like, well, this feels like a lot. I'm just going to sit here and like not do anything because that's what I can do. I think that's so normal, though. That's so normal. That's that's a lot of human nature. And I'd like to say that changes as you get older and you get have more experience adulting. But I don't know if it does. I think I think that's kind of the the fun part about adulting is, yes, it's about experiences. And, you know, it's no different than like you're talking about at work. Someone will say, oh, they just need a little more experience. Right. There's a little more experience. All that means is they need to get older. Um, and the reality is, will you have it? Will you experience some of those things that people claim a little more experience is maybe, maybe not. Um, so you may not even get exposure to some of those things, but with time, you just sort of like learn through witness behavior, you know, how would I overcome that? You know, we, perfect example too. It's like, we're talking about let's say we're talking about shifting jobs. I'm going to go to, you know, a new job or something like that. And you're going through resume process and interview process and all that. Now you're not going to like lie and say, oh yeah, I did all those things if you didn't do it. But, but you really need to have that perspective of leaning on still being near or around or observing a situation as well, because you can still have lessons from witnessing a company going through something by um, being alongside of a team that had the challenge, right? So how can you, no matter what situation it is, and I'm just using this weird job transformation one as an example, but how can you kind of take what's going on around you and still learn a lesson from that, even if you aren't the one to quote unquote, feel the pain. So it's, I go back to this, like, sort of, it's, it's not about expecting the unexpected. It's like, if I'm watching the news, if I'm talking to a friend, if I'm seeing challenges at work, like what can I learn from this situation? Um, either how can I be pre- better prepared or even just thinking like, what would I do? What would I do? It doesn't even mean you have to necessarily take an action or make a change, but maybe what would I do in that situation? Um, just something to be like thinking about when you're feeling, especially when you're having that moment of like, oh, it's just, it's so hard. Like, I don't know. Like, it's so hard. That's okay. It's it's not easier as you get older. 
Great example. Here's another one as I get all excited and derail. Um, my daughter, seven now, of course, asked me, I think this was just yesterday. She was just in that moment where she was like, she was really stressed. Honestly, she was tired. She laid down and took like a four hour nap, which what seven-year-old does that? I think she's going through a huge growth spurt. So she was like tired, probably hungry, you know, stressful day, like whatever, fill in the blank. There's all this stuff going on. And she was just a little teary and a little down and kind of like came to me and said like, mom, how come it's so easy for adults? And I just laughed so hard on the inside of my head. I mean, I didn't let that out, but it was like, I just laughed so hard on the inside of my head, right? I had to be honest with them and tell her it's not. It's sometimes it's harder for adults, you know, but you learn and you, you know, you get experiences with time and you'll figure out how to deal with these emotions. And you'll figure out that when you take a nap, you feel a lot better when you wake up. And you'll figure out that if you eat an apple, you might feel a little bit better and you won't be hangry. Like these are things that you learn with time. And some of it just sort of, happens naturally and we just don't even realize it but poor seven-year-old you know was having her hashtag adulting drama moment of just even being alive so can you imagine what it was like back then and at least now we have the perspective of we can kind of keep going but you know it's hard as you're learning these things it is it's so hard I think you made two really great points that reminded me of just like a funny thing I saw on the internet the other day, because the internet is a strange and beautiful place. Um, but it said something like, if you're, if you think, if you're angry, or if everybody else seems angry at you, you're probably tired. And if you're angry at everybody else, you're probably hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> that's like the perfect way to describe it to the seven-year-old too. I think yeah. I'm going to like go write that down and put that on her board or something. I mean that, I love it. <laughs> yeah. But also like, I, I am here for a four hour nap. Like I love that. She was just like, you know what, mom, I'm going to go, I'm going to go take a nap. And she just, she took the best nap of her life right there. I'm telling you, I took a two hour nap last Sunday. Um, and I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, what I, I feel like I was in a different universe for a couple minutes. And I was like, wow, that was, that was so great. Can I go, why did we give up daily naps? Like why is nap time a, a thing that we grow out of? Like, I, right. I it should it be much more part of our culture. Like it is in other places. Like I think, you know, in like Spain or whatever, like the siesta time, like you may not, you may be drinking wine during that time and you may be napping and you like, you might be watching TV, but Hey, you're sort of forcing yourself in the middle of the day to relax. So yeah, we need to put that back into our culture. I think that would be amazing. I'm ready. I'm ready for a daily siesta. Okay. 2021 goals, yeah. daily siesta. I know. Um, okay. I have another adult adulting adventure coming up. I am moving again. Um, this is the fourth time that I have moved. Every time I move, I say, Oh my gosh, I hate this. I'm never going to do it again. And a year, sometimes less than a year later, I find myself categorizing my life into boxes once again. Um, Jen, you've moved, you've moved a lot. You've made some big moves across the country multiple times. You have moved across state, not states. You, you've moved across like 
government entities as a whole. Didn't you guys live in different countries? Yeah, right? we've, we've moved lots. Yes, yes. Yeah. State, um, country, city, around the neighborhood corner. Yeah, you yeah. name it, okay. all of the above. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I will tell you, no matter how many times I move, the thought of moving increasingly gets more overwhelming because every time I move, there's something I forget. And so then the next time that I move, I'm like, wait, okay, I have to do everything that I did last time. And I have to do this other thing that I forgot that I didn't realize I'd forgotten until it was like too late. And so I'm, I'm staring this move in the face. I, you know, I'm collecting boxes from places. I'm packing, I'm labeling, I am organizing. I am getting rid of anything that I haven't used since I moved into this apartment. And the whole entire time I'm thinking about this, I'm like, okay, Last time I moved, I forgot to change my billing address. So all of my mail was still being sent to Chicago. So now it's like, okay, I need to do that. And I need to call, you know, this bank and I need to call this, uh, you know, my electric company and I need to do this and I need to do that. And I need to like reset up my forwarding at the post office. And I'm just like, when did moving get so hard? The first time I moved, literally the only thing I did was pick up my stuff and take it to Chicago. (laughs) and I just I really want a simple move like I just want to be able to like collect my things put them in a car and drive them to where they need to be no more of this like spending hours on the phone setting up utilities and canceling utilities and transferring my wi-fi from one address to another address like no more of that I don't want that part of moving I just want to be able to like take my things and 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 proceed on with my life Girl, I wish I could tell you it gets easier, but just wait till you buy a house and then you've added this whole other additional level of complexity. So yeah, it doesn't necessarily get easier. But I think in all of my experiences moving, what has been my biggest takeaway, you know, my hashtag adulting learn lesson is one of the things you already hit on, which is making sure that you're getting rid of all the junk that you don't need or don't want before you move. Cause it's very easy to just like get into a flow and just start packing everything. And then you get to the new place and you're like, why did I exert all this energy and effort to put this stuff in a box, to move it, to unpack it, to realize I have no use for it. And then to donate it. That kills me when I have anytime I have that on a move. So I spend as much time as I can up front, like really assessing what I need to minimalistically mindset get out of my house before I move it to the next space that's like the biggest win for me on moves of the past I I love that I am not moving until the end of this is February so I'm I'm planning on moving at the end of March and I have already started packing for that exact reason because I spent you know, an hour the other morning painstakingly going through three drawers of my life saying like, I'm not, why do I even have this? Like, why, what is the purpose of me owning this and getting rid of so much stuff? Um, so I, I am looking forward to the unpacking process because I know it's going to be a lot easier than the packing process was, but also spending through an hour on three drawers just gives me a lot of 
dread to think about like the rest of my apartment. I know. But the good news is those drawers are probably the hardest spots. Like the other things will start to flow a lot easier as you continue and move on. So you got this. But yeah, the bills and all that junk, that's the hardest part. That is the hardest part. Just make sure you get your insurance all right. And then everything else you can just slowly figure out. Well, no, that's a power too. Got to get that right. Cause you gotta, yeah. You know, I know it's a mess. It's a hot mess. You got to get it all. Everything's a mess. Everything's a mess. It's like, there's not, you can't just like dip your toe in the edge of the pool. Like you got a cannonball or you're going to be left high and dry. Mm. Um, I was also, I am in a, in a year where I feel like adulting just is trying to make my life as hard as possible. So of course, where I, I currently live in a borough, which means that all of my electric and utilities like go through the borough, which is super great. I write one check to them every month and they disperse it to the rest of like the contracts that they have for their people. And of course, effective March 1st, when I will still owe them one month of utilities, they are switching. And instead of them directly collecting the money for those utilities, I have to like set up an account with this new company that's like collecting on their behalf. So for one month, I have to go through all of this, this whole process of like paying somebody else for me to then have to like do that whole entire process over again so that I can pay my utilities at my new apartment because of course I'm not moving to another place in this borough I'm moving outside of the borough which I'm excited about for a lot of reasons but of course it just nothing is ever easy or simple and that is what I've learned about adulthood that is crazy that is adulthood and adulting just like giving you the finger right there I mean seriously like I, I think to your point it's like does it get more challenging than that weirdness no no that's that's it and now be, to circle back to what we talked about in the very beginning you're gonna move and you're gonna have to finish taxes so there you go just throw some more right on the plate <laughs> well and you know what I'll, I'll I'll wrap us up here with the icing on the cake I adulting so great I love it I succeed at a lot of parts of it I like to think I'm a stick to my strengths kind of person which is why I have let this this particular situation occur since September um I may or may not be totally locked out of my online banking since September um there was like an issue with like my password and then when I called to get it fixed I like messed it up again and then they, now they can't reset it until I take in all this documentation to the bank but you have to make an appointment because of COVID and so there's just like so many steps that I am trying to like figure out and orchestrate to even be able to like get into my online banking to be able to like get a list of my deductions to file my taxes. So on top of moving and going on a trip and like doing all of these other things, I am just trying to get one of the simplest things that you would think is accessible in 2021, which is access to your online banking um, reinstated because I can't read. So there's that. Well, so I know that um, this is not going to make you feel better, but I just have to let you know that I am going through a similar issue. So even though I am twice your age, I am having a similar issue right now in the sense that 
when we moved, um, I had to change the address on my banking, but I also needed to request a new debit card because my debit card was destroyed and you cannot change your address and get a new debit card. So you have to do one, then wait some sort of crazy 12-day window. And then when the 12-day window lapsed, I've been trying to reach them and haven't been able to get through. So I am right there with you experiencing a, we'll say similar enough type of situation. Because then what happens in adulting here is it's been weeks since I've even tried. This is probably a 10-minute conversation, but I just haven't been able to carve out the time to go do it, right? So that's then put back on me, but it's just no longer convenient. So here we are months later, and I still don't have a debit card. So similarly to my conversation with Grace, right, where I'm laughing in my head is it's not that it gets easier. It's just you learn how to cope with it better. And I don't mean learn like there's some magic thing I'm going to tell you like, oh, make a checklist and all that. No, you just literally you're somehow your brain just is not as bothered by some of the things and you're able to take a deep breath and go, okay, I'll just figure it out. It's like the, the, the cortisol stress reaction is somehow less the older that you get. So there you go. We'll just like there you go. hang in with that. I love it. I, there is a, there's a book. I've not read the book, um, but I'm very well acquainted with the title and it's like, everything is figure outable or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and that is, that is, or something like that, meaning you're, you're not super acquainted with the title. You just are kind of acquainted with the title. I can't, I can't remember if it is like everything is figure outable or, yeah, I don't I don't know. The thing that stuck with me is that everything is figure outable. Um and that is just kind of like the wave I'm riding my life on right now. Yep. It's the season, Randallin. It's, it's the, the season, season of everything is figure outable. <laughs> Welcome to 2021. <laughs> I love that. Well, Jen, I am excited and happy that we talked about adulting today. I I love when we can laugh together. And I think this is just a topic where you can laugh or you can cry. And I'm really glad that we can be people who can laugh about it. Um, not to say that we don't ever cry about it, but that we we choose to kind of embody joy in some fun ways. Um because it sucks to be sad all the time. So here's to continuing to laugh at our adulting lives in 2021. Um, And hopefully the people listening to this can embrace that same spirit too.